Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages. Did you with guys Jeff think Bo. your internet froze there for a second? <laughs> My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. You would think that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think, live, and make decisions. And when everyone disagrees, how do we cut through the noise? How do we sift through all of the information overload and choose what actually governs our lives? Well, we've been processing these things, and our leadership is praying for all of us, so we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Hey, Jeff. Joseph, how are you? I'm getting more and more nervous as these intros go along on what you're going to do in Antonio him. So. <laughs> Anthony, that's what it is. Yeah, I get it all mixed up. It is Anthony. Yeah, most people don't know that. My first name is not Joseph. His real name is Tony. Yeah, and that's the thing, actually. My dad, is, I'm the second... So my dad was always Tony, and I was always Joe. I was always gone by my middle name. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. I knew that, Joe. That's how close of a friendship we have. That's how close have. we are. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, I have a brother who goes by his middle name, too, and I don't know why. He doesn't you know, have the it, same it's reason. A, it's a weird thing. All the, uh, all the men, in my father, my brother, like all the men in, on my side of the family all went through by their middle name. I'm the only one that does it because I'm named after my brother who we oh, lost. Yeah. So my name is Jeffrey, mm-hmm. uh, but like um, my dad, uh, people called him David. They call my brother Dave, and their name was Clarence and Michael. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we had kind of that same thing in our family. I'm I'm the oddball out on that yeah. one. My so. my mom tried to get my other brother to go by his middle name, but he didn't like it. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, she called him Sonny all the time because his, uh, like that Italian, you know, think like Godfather type of Sonny, yeah. um, his his middle name was Emerson, and so that's what she tried to do, but he didn't like that, and so uh, he goes by his first name, which is Mario. Yeah, my... my uh, we're Itali- we have some Italian heritage, you yeah, can't tell. a little bit of Italian heritage, <laughs> the Caruso's. Um, yeah, my brother who we lost, is, we, call, we call him my brother Doug, but his real name was Alan. Oh. So Alan Douglas, but I'm Jeffrey Allen, okay. so I always went by my name. So. I always Anyways. thought your middle name was Alpheus. <laughs> <laughs> Alpheus. Well, Jeff, uh, there's some stuff going on in our world. Le- usually once <laughs> a thing or two is happening, yeah. that's for sure. And yeah. um, one of the things that we'll see a lot, and I think appropriately out there, is uh, you know pray for Ukraine. Yep. Uh, it's a travesty as to what's happening there. And uh, Jeff, I just wondered if maybe you could help us set a mindset of maybe how we can be praying, uh, maybe how as believers we can kind of be thinking about the whole situation, mm-hmm. but just help guide us through what are we getting ourselves into as a world? Yeah. And the, I, you know, when you're, when you look at things like pray for Ukraine, I encourage you to do that. I also would say pray for the people of Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we understand as a nation that our leaders don't always represent us, Yep. you know, and so our leaders can have a, have wills and agendas that aren't close to ours. And that's both sides of the political aisle. I'm not trying to be political. I'm just being realistic. Yeah. And so there's times that, um, Regardless of the political aisle, you're on, you're embarrassed or ashamed or frustrated by your leaders. And, and I think there's uh, a chunk of that in the Russian people when you look at the protests and then the arrests and the crackdowns and those kind of things. So, but for Ukraine, like they've been, they're minding their own business. Um, they are not a perfect government. And I think we need to be careful not to suddenly um, hold them up as 
they were the ideal of everything because Ukraine is was well known for its corruption and all the rest. But they were an independent country. They're minding their own business. They have not been aggressive whatsoever. And Russia, of course, is being aggressive toward them. And when you look at the scripture, um, that is outside the bounds of anything that uh, God would uh, endorse or ordain, you know, kind of yeah. a thing. There's no other purpose to it. So I believe... Um, I believe that the government bears a sword for a reason, and that reason is to provide justice and peace for its own people. Like, we want police officers. Like, I, I want to be able to call 911 and somebody to bring me justice, right? Yeah. Not a perfect system, not saying that it is, but we want that thin yeah. blue line. I also want a military. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we're attacked, like on some of us are old enough to remember nine eleven and those kind of things. Like I, I want to know. I remember one time, uh, my daughter when she was little, little five six, uh, there was a terrorist attack. She saw it on TV. Um, I didn't really realize that she was downloading it, and she came into my room in the middle of the night, and she's she's scared. And I was like, "Honey, what's wrong?" She's like, "The bad guys, the bad guys on TV." And I looked at her and I said, honey, our soldiers are going to protect us Mm -hmm. from that. So, like, I want that. And when you look at a a justifiable war where God raises nations to bring justice for other people, World War II is one of those things where um, you would look and say, God used good to defeat evil. That's not what's happening in Ukraine, right? The, the an aggressor is attacking. And so, yeah, I think we should pray. I think we should support. Um, I think we should uh, choose a side, right? It, it, I'm, I will publicly choose the side of the Ukraine, uh-huh. right? I think they're right uh-huh. uh, in, this, in this way, and Russia's wrong. I also will remember that Russians are not always Russia. Right. And... Americans are not always the government of America. Uh-huh. And there's things my government does that I deeply, uh, passionately disagree with, and it's it's embarrassing to me, or I think it's wrong. Yeah. So I think just remembering all that, you uh-huh. know, but it, it's, a, it's a devastating thing that's happening. I also think it's important, um, this happens a lot. Yeah. So this is making the news. It has not happened in Europe like this since World War II. So I understand why it's making the news. I don't, I don't think it's a, uh, a racial issue or something like that. The reason it, it should be on the news. Mm-hmm. But this is happening in Yemen. This is happening in Syria. Mm-hmm. This is happening in, uh, in, in uh, it happens in Chad, Africa. There was just a, the president was just assassinated a few months ago. There was a revolution. We are unbelievably blessed that we as a as a people generally live in peace. Mm-hmm. We generally can trust like police officers and not and I know there's bad ones. I'm not making that argument, but I'm like in general, um, they're gonna protect and serve us. And we generally can trust our military. You know, the in general, not saying it's perfect, but in general, they're gonna protect us. And even if you deeply disagree with our government, in general, the government is is protecting the people of, of the United States. And many, many countries do not, they can't even say in general. Right. 
you know, and so we're, we're blessed and so remembering all that. But So, Jeff, what are some of the ways that we can be praying? I think a lot of us would love to pray. Um, I've talked with a few people, and it's uh, they've almost said, like, other than do I just ask God to make it fast? Do I just ask God for Ukraine to win? Like, what are ways that I can be praying? I would, I would start by praying just for peace. I would pray for uh, strength and might and, and wisdom for the leadership of Ukraine. You know, the, uh, the president of Ukraine has emerged, and he's, he's emerged as a strong and, and a heroic leader. Well, there's millions and millions of people praying for him. So that's not just uh, there was more to him than we thought, you know, because he was a comedic actor right. before he was president. So um, it's part of that is like God is listening to his people and he's raised up a, a, a strong leader. Um, I think you, I think you do pray for uh, people's well-being. But I think I think you pray for good to triumph over evil, and God tells us specifically in Scripture to pray for our leaders. So, I, if if people if we would pray for President Biden as much as we griped about him, <laughs> and and two years ago I would have said Trump. Yep. Right. Yep. God working in his heart is way more important than than me voicing my opinion on social media. And so asking that God would raise up righteousness. And and I actually, when I, when I look at uh, the issues he's dealing with, um, Ukraine is not a nation that we have an agreement to protect. Mm-hmm. They're not an ally like that. So I, one side of me, like I want them to be protected. The other side of me is like, I actually want a president that tries to keep us out of war. Mm-hmm. Now he may not he's not doing it perfectly, nobody's going to, but I'm like, I don't want to go, you know, I I don't want my sons drawn into a conflict like that. So I see what he's trying to balance where he's not just playing politics, although he is, because every president does. Mm-hmm. He's like, I I we never committed to defend you. You're not NATO. You're not an, an ally like that. So we can't send our daughters and sons into every conflict where we decide. So imagine, and, and please put cynicism aside for a moment, but imagine the wisdom he needs, mm-hmm. the, the guidance and how much um, God, and God has guided and moved even kings that did not honor him. Mm-hmm. God raises up kings, he tears them down, he moves nations. And so praying for him, praying for Putin, we are to love and pray for our enemies. Mm-hmm. So praying for him. Yeah, because if he gives his life to Christ, a lot of this probably goes away. Well, kind of, <laughs> I mean, kind of, and, and I, I know you're. it's kind of a joke, but, or if God just moves him. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and and just God can supersede. So I'm praying for those kind of things. And then, of course, I'm praying that God would comfort people, he would protect people, he would give hope to people, because we see the children, we see the women and children, we see guys that three weeks ago were a computer tech, and now they're picking up a rifle, mm-hmm. and they're trying to defend their homeland, and you respect them, and but you're like, that's nuts, yeah. you know? And so one of, one of the things I know about the world 
I have the privilege of traveling uh, across the world, and and uh, Heidi and I really enjoy that. And then I get to I do it for ministry a lot. But one of the things I know is, um, in a first world country like a Ukraine, uh, going to downtown Kiev is not that different than going to downtown Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Like a, a city's a city is a city now in our world. It's not it, outside of the history part. You're going to find McDonald's and and Starbucks, and you know. Mm-hmm. And, and the internet and Wi-Fi. And, and so think about our life being devastated like this. So it's stuff like that. Like pray big, yep. pray consistently, um, pray that God will show you ways to be compassionate and have mercy. You know, there's right now that's probably given money, uh, but maybe soon it will be like, let's go to Poland and help, or maybe if God stops this whole thing, we go to Ukraine and try to help them rebuild. The other big, big thing, and I want you, I want everybody to kind of mark this in their mind, pray for the church. Yep. And so the church is at the forefront. Our brothers and sisters in Christ, We, if you're a Christ follower, we all got family in Ukraine. Yep. And so praying that God will strengthen them, uh, praying that God will protect them, and then there are many pastors. I've I've seen them uh, on social media, etc. They're not fleeing; they're sheltering people, uh-huh. and they're ministering to people, and they're so they're in the thick of it. And I'm like, brothers, would I have your courage <laughs> if I was living through this? I hope I would, but you probably don't know until you go through it. So, praying for the church of Jesus Christ, uh, mm-hmm. who's undergoing a persecution even right now. I just heard just this week of a, a church in Ukraine. Um, I th- if I understand it right, they average about 80 people or so on a weekend. They said they had over 500 people at their services this last weekend, many of which were walking an hour in one direction because the roads have been destroyed. Yeah, And so they're they're walking for an hour in a place that was recently devastated by war to get to church. And so... To seek hope. It is uh, incredible what God might be able to do and redeem out of such great tragedy. Yeah. There there are uh, ways that we're supporting and we're helping as a church. It when When bullets are flying... It's not easy to be involved from afar like yep. this, yep. right? Um, when when that settles down, hopefully in, in a just way, um, we'll get more involved with it, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But um, but right now, um, people are dying. You know, journalists are dying, innocent people are dying, children are dying. It's it's a it's a tragedy, and and um, and God sees it. And God knows it, and you could say, why doesn't God stop it? And I would say, I don't know, and this, these are one of these moments where I have to have faith. I choose to believe that God is powerful and merciful and just, even when I don't understand what he's doing in this moment. Yeah, that's really good. <clears throat> well, um, I hope this is helpful, and I hope uh, maybe for some of us, somehow Ukraine is just not on our mind much. Um, but I pray you're also motivated to be praying and um, kind of coming behind God's people and people that he loves uh, in a big, big way. 
Um, if you um, have questions, of course, you can submit those at our website. Um, but also, if you're looking for ways to get behind this, Jeff Manchin mentioned getting behind this financially. You can check out our website. We're always trying to partner with organizations that respond in crisis like this. Uh, I'll keep that off of this airwave, so we want to keep that as uh, relevant as possible in case you're listening to this into the future. But uh, reach out to us, check our website, and we can help you kind of direct those things if you're looking for it. If we can help you take unique next steps, we'd love to do that. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, and review our podcast. And uh, if you're looking for a church home on the weekend, we'd love to have you join us here in the Akron area at Grace. Uh, Or if there's uh, a way for you to join us online from out of the area as well. Well, thanks for jumping in with us today as we pray for Ukraine, but also as we continue to seek uh, God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. Catch you next time.